0: Okay. Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Parents Read the Darnest Things. This is Lane. This is Kayla. And I'm from Adult Services, and Lane is from Children's. And this is our book club, which is online right now. You can catch us on Discord and Goodreads. But basically, it's where parents, caregivers, and cool adults cool get adults. together and read whatever we want. Uh, every month we just choose Something random, really. Really. It's arbitrary. <laughs> and, yeah, never yeah. And read it, talk about it on the chats, and then we make a cool video where Elaine and I tear it apart for you. So, welcome. This is that. <laughs> this is that. So, we read a graphic novel yep. this time, which, well, I, I read the online version, which is a webtoon version. Mm-hmm. Um, of a, a, a book mm-hmm. and it's the weight of our sky yes and the if you don't know what Webtoon is it's a online comic I don't even know how it's a collection it's a it's like an online library for everyone to download the app and look at all sorts of comics um, they have really popular ones that are designed and written by an artist but this one is of course in imitation and follows the actual print version of a book. So I read this version. They actually have another webtoon version of The Wrath and the Dawn, which is a YA book, so it's pretty common to turn books into webtoon comics, and that's mm-hmm. what I read. It was beautifully done. I, yeah, I also read oh, the webtoon t- comic t- version. Um, I couldn't resist, no. because as soon as uh, one of our book clubbers uh, posted that link and I clicked on it, I was just like... It's the beautiful. Art was just beautiful. It's gorgeous. And I read The Rap and the Dawn as a webtoon. And I feel like because webtoons are designed by graphic design artists, mm-hmm. they're just like spectacular. They're, the illustrations are just so cool. There's a really popular one, Lore Olympus. Mm, so yes. that's another really popular webtoon series that has only been a webtoon series. I
1: mm-hmm.
0: know. Yeah. So um, this is free to download. You can use the app um, to get episodes, like new episodes for anything you follow. You do have to pay for, but you wait two weeks after the air date and then you get the episode for free. So, Subtune, it's an app. <laughs> there you go. It just it reminds me of like Ao3 or Wattpad or something like Fanfiction, but oh, it's, yeah, it's has like it works very similarly. Yeah, except for the paying part. But. It's, if it's completed, like this comic was, you're not paying for anything, you just mm-hmm. want that reading. And it yeah. is, it's very like fan-based and very much like a like a fan fiction site.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it does have the vibe of something that's been published. I mean, they're pretty incredible, like either storylines and the artistry is amazing. Yes. So highly recommend everyone checking it out, like going to Webtoon and finding a comic, even if it's not this one. Finding one that you enjoy, and we can throw up a, a link to WebChain in our Discord. Yes, they're just like they're really cool. It's it, it's kind of a very unique app. I love it. Yeah, this was um, the first time I really like got in and then used it, but. Yes, I really, really liked it, and I'm glad that this was one of the first things that I read on it because it was really enrapturing. It was so, so like, the illustrations just make it so powerful. It was, I was, like, sweating and, like, I was on the verge of they're tears. beautiful. Yes. And I like that instead of flipping a page, which mm. breaks up a story for me, you scroll up. For me it uh, makes it like a linear event. Oh see, I wish that maybe there was like the click action where you could oh, click because I was I was going so quickly that I had to sometimes just be like, Okay, pause. There's more than just words, like you need to just stop and look at it. Yeah, it was yeah. um it makes it an experience, I think. It's very different from just reading a book even if yes. you're holding it in your hands. There's something about a graphic novel told this way that makes it a little different. So like in this in this sense, I think the medium was really interesting. The, the, the illustrations are just beautiful. We'll throw up some if we can. You can't screenshot on Webtoon. They do not let you screenshot. Look at them. Because Yay. they're protecting artists, and we love that.
1: We so. don't support copyright. Um,
0: those of you who are listening to this, I'll put a link in the description. <laughs> Ta-da! Because I'm always thinking. There you go. Do you want to talk about the story? Uh, I do want to talk about the story. Real quick, I do also want to talk about the background. yes, um, because I think I was unfamiliar with the content background. Yes. so were some of the book lovers. Um, this was like an introduction to that part of history for me. so I'm literally going to a quick times. trigger warning. Oh yes, absolutely that this talks about some aspects of political and situ upheaval, so just be mindful of that, and we will probably talk about some current events, too. Mm -hmm. So, trigger warning. I'm literally going to read this off my phone. Do it. For everybody, but I did my research, so this is just how I'm going to do it. Okay, so the book is about a girl who was trying to find her mom during the historic race riots in 1969, Kuala Lumpur. Okay, I had no idea what that was and so when i looked it up basically it started on the 13th of may in 1969 when the malaysian general election um, the alliance party which was the like long time leading ruling party they lost some seats to the chinese majority party tensions between party supporters resulted in what is called the 13th may incident more widely known as the race riots in 1969 in kuala Lumpur. The term race riots is attached to the event because the country saw division of wealth between people of Chinese descent who lived and worked in mostly the urban areas and people of Malay descent who were generally poor and living and working in rural areas. So when um, this happened, some Malay groups wanted radical measures in place to institute Malay supremacy and some Chinese groups wanted radical interests protected. After the election, when the Chinese party won some seats against that ruling alliance party, violence ensued. The riots led to a declared state of emergency. There was looting, assaults, arson, and murder. Quote, official figures of casualties are disputed and can range from 175 to 300, which is a huge difference. Oh, yes. It was crazy to read. Yes, it is. I liked in the story how it was kind of like you could have placed this girl in any, like, large-scale conflict. Yes. And it was such an individualized point of view, if that makes sense. I could have put her in, you know, the civil rights movements in the United States. We could have put her in a Black Lives Matter protest. And really, it was like everything that was around her was so huge. And all she wanted was to find her mom. Yes. Yes. Yeah. and I, I background. think that you know again another trigger warning this does talk about mental health yes and particularly obsessive compulsive disorder yes and the first thing you notice about her mm-hmm. is that she has an obsession with her mother's death mm-hmm. followed by a traumatic event those traits we had always been there but following a trauma it has developed into an obsessive compulsive disorder, where the focus of her obsession is her mother's death. Yes. So she compulses, and you see that immediately in the story with her tapping. Yes. And I think that helps bring it into, there's a particular girl in this larger, ongoing, and it's her story about how she deals with it, Mm -hmm. and all the things that she already has to deal with. Yes. And I think it, it really does individualize the story
1: and so much has piled
0: onto her. So yes. much has piled onto her, and I really, sh- it was kind of heartbreaking. Yes. Like, this, and the way the drawings had had been, I guess drawn, had been illustrated where this thing's just, like, always creeping over her. Yes. It's not the political side. It's her own fears. Yes. And it was like, okay, so there's now two things that I have to be scared of in this story that I'm worried about. Um, and one of them was very, like, spooky, and one of them was very, like, large and scary um and it made a lot of tension in the story and i just (sighs) she's just so tiny yes it's heartbreaking she went yeah she was only 16 she had already gone through so much like true real trauma in her life she has the manifestation of the djinn around her with the ocd and it's compelling her and then after she loses her mom all the rioting stuff around her that gets escalated so much. And then other people who she cares about, it's manifesting for them. Her best friend, people who are trying to help her, she's like, oh my gosh, it's me. Like, I am the negative thing that could cause them to get hurt, but if I do this magic thing, these countings, it maybe, maybe it won't happen to them. I can still save them, I can still fix it. It's a lot of pressure that she puts on herself to save the world, and yes. I think that happens, especially when you have large-scale things happening in your country mm-hmm. or your life, things that are bigger than you can control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That individualized aspect also makes you think that you can, can change it, like that you themselves can protect the people you love or change these events that are happening. And she takes on the burden mm-hmm. of a whole country or just her yeah. or a whole group of people. And that happens all the time. Yeah. I mean it happens today.
1: Yeah.
0: And there's there I feel like people have this huge burden to fix things that they can't. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And she's doing the same thing, she can't stop a death. That's not within anyone's power. Mm -hmm. But I do think that it's very common for a sixteen year old to start awakening to the greater threats outside their lives and take on that burden personally and as like a citizen. That's definitely seen here, and I think that's like an important theme. Yes, oh, I think it's an excellent novel. point. Yeah, and the parallels between this individual in 1969, and yeah, you could imagine an individual today, yeah, wanting to take those same measures. Yeah, it's it's like when we talked about classics and how those themes just reiterate, but it's real life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People. Yeah. Well, Humanistic needs, I guess, they don't change.
1: They don't change.
0: And it's um, I was kind of excited to see, as a person who's like struggled with some obsessive thoughts, mine tends to be more anxiety. But when I was a kid, I did used to like feel compelled to do certain things Mm
1: -hmm.
0: when something scared me. Yes. To like prevent something that was out of my control. Mm -hmm. That sense of control you feel when when you. give in to those compulsions I think was done very beautifully here I don't think it was done to romanticize it I don't think it was done without a lot of research and like sensitivity mm-hmm. I could be wrong so I'd love some like opinions on that yes. but as someone who has struggled with it like I'm I, I was like this is a, this is a gracious and empathetic way to convey mental health I agree I, I, I agree with that very early on because it's kind of jarring within the first few panels And then you realize what's happening is a manifestation of her ocd but i think you needed the jarringness because that's the reality for a lot of people who deal with these things yeah and as somebody who like i don't have anyone close to me who deals with obsessive compulsive disorder i wouldn't have seen it in that way but i think it's important to show people this is a reality yeah and it's a it's a hard reality. Yes. It's hard. It's scary. People have to deal with this. This is what drives people to behave in these manners. I love the way anxieties were portrayed here. Not only just like Vision was always over her shoulder and it was huge and it's dark and it's like looming over her, Mm -hmm. but also that it happened so rapidly. She would be out with her friends and even like I think it was like episode two, like chapter two. She's out with her friends and then it just like strikes her. She's just like, oh my God, my mom's gonna die. Yep. And it's like, that's how anxiety works. You can feel it build up and you can feel it build up when you're just walking down the street. You can feel it when your country is falling apart. You can feel it in huge uprising like a protest or when you just have to call your mom in the afternoon to tell her where you're going. Yeah. Anxiety doesn't choose which moments to hit. It can be anywhere. And I think that was very well done too. So a lot of props that this was done well and very sensitively towards something that could have been handled very poorly. Yes. So I would love your thoughts on if you agree or disagree. I could do nothing but completely agree with you in this moment. Um, Usually I pick a little bit, but yeah, I just, I agree. I think it was done really beautifully and
1: very sensitively.
0: I don't think I have very many criticisms for this. I don't know. And I did some research on the author too um, to see how they related to the story that they were creating. Right. Um, Hana is Malaysian. I think she's currently like 36, and she only lived outside of Malaysia for the six years that she studied in the United States. And she lives right near
1: Kuala Lumpur.
0: So, so this you is, can imagine she had family members who did who, who lived through this. Lived through this. Yes, this is not that distant from her life. I think that's So this is something that I personally struggle with as like a children's librarian and I order books for kids to read. Mm -hmm. I try to make sure that the author has a point of view that comes from a place of truth. Yes. Um, I don't always love it when I'm ordering a book and it's written by someone who really doesn't have any experience with what they're writing. Mm -hmm. Obviously you can't have experience on everything, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but I wanna see some research done, I wanna see some um, if it, if you haven't experienced this perspective, then some research getting a perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's important to me Like as a children's librarian. And I like that the author does have some context to pull from yes. because it makes the story better. And as you can see, the difference between the last book we read and this one, oh, yes. I don't have as many criticisms because it feels more honest, it feels more vulnerable, and it feels more truthful. Yes. And it's not something someone's just winging. So I really encourage you to read this one if you're into um, representation of perspectives you might not have ever seen before. And this is definitely one that seems familiar with protests and riots, but I had no idea until I read it. Yes. And I think, I mean, honestly, even just like as a historical fiction book, like even just on a surface level, it was still so well done. And because it explained things so well to me. I was so worried going into it. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know where Kuala Lumpur is. Malaysia, okay cool. Anything uh, 1969 is pretty far from me, but and I started doing all this research and then I realized I didn't even need to. They did it all for me. The panels were so well done. It was like if there were cultural nuances, in there like terms of endearment or like readings, they would have like a little asterisk to explain it at the bottom. Loved it. Yes, or then they would talk about like the occupation which happened a few years prior in Malaysia. Explained it a little asterisk. I was just like this is great. Like it's all in here for me. I didn't need to worry without being I'm so dumb. It didn't feel like it was was literally just like a sentence. A phrase. Yeah. Or just like in context, like I thought that's where the graphic novel aspect really came in handy because you could see it in context of what they're talking about or how how something was said. Mm -hmm. Um, Dude, I think this totally validates graphic novels as a learning tool for adults and children. Yes. Period. I could argue with people all day long about how graphic novels are real books and they count towards your reading goals. Yes. Your word count. Yes your whatever, your learning goals. I get so frustrated when you would see, I used to be like at Circulation before I was upstairs uh, in adult services, obviously like people aren't familiar with my whole library and everything, whatever, but (laughs) anyways, I used to just check out the books before I helped people do research and stuff. And it would be so frustrating when somebody would have their teen or their little kid come up and have like 10 graphic novels and be like, you need to get quote, real books. Mom, graphic novels are real books. Those are real books! Now, I will say, okay, I get this a lot. Graphic novels are typically written at a lower level than books that are like a like paragraph form. Most Americans so are really like a fourth grade reading level. Most adults' books are written on a fifth grade reading level. Yes. So like your James Patterson is fifth grade. But if you are testing for school, graphic novels probably won't meet your standard. Mm-hmm. But if you want to learn something, a graphic novels. Graphic novels, especially non-fiction graphic novels, are so mind informative. Mind. Mind and mind. just like children's nonfiction, it's really just condensed information that you need to know. Without yes. all these boring paragraphs, so you're like, okay, where's the facts? What do I need to know? Children's graphic novels and non-fiction graphic novels and children's nonfiction. Super informative. Yes. You remember the guy? I don't know his name. If I remember it, I will put it in here somewhere. But he won Jeopardy, like, a whole bunch, and he did it by going to his public library and reading, yeah. like, the children's nonfiction books. Um, I would recommend to that guy he read some graphic novels. Graphic, no, graphic novels would Even more Jeopardy. I mean, really, balance your reading, okay, like, as a librarian. Balance your reading. But graphic novels should be... Of course would get bored with one, with one genre, yeah. type of book anyway. Flavor your reading palette mm-hmm. with things that are different, so you have, a, like, an expansive taste. It's also a great introduction. Novels. For people who, like, they struggle to read, dyslexics, uh, or any kind of like, you know, learning disability, or you're just like not that interested in reading, because it's much more like a, you know, like a movie or something like that. Or it goes a lot faster. You can do it in much smaller segments. It's so much more engaging than just but picking I, up like a fat novel. I love webtoons, and I wish that webtoons mm-hmm. were on Goodreads. Ooh, like because i've read lore olympus and i like love it and it's not a book there's no book to read it's only on this format it's only on this medium and i'm like well i want to say that i read this because i've read like 115 chapters or something yeah thankfully this is a book and i want to but um i think this goes to the show that the different mediums that are coming out that are not just print books are yes. totally valid should you only read those things probably not that's not my advice did you consider them reading? Yes. As a diverse palette. Diversity. I agree. We love diversity, but yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Today, we are just in harmony and mm-hmm. agreement. Um, I love it. We are in harmony and agreement. And our hair is the same. And our hair is the same today. We didn't even plan it. I'm just so good at this. Wow. Wow. Congrats wow. to us. Spectacular. Yeah. 10 out of 10. This book was a 10 out of 10. This book was a 10 out of 10. I really don't have anything negative to say about it. I don't want to give too much away either in case. No, I will just say, uh, trigger warning, because if you were going to read the webtoon, it was it was kind of graphic. It was. Um, which yeah. is part of why it was so intense for me. It made it a better story to mm-hmm. me, so much more engaging, especially because I don't usually gravitate towards graphic novels or things of that nature. But oh my gosh, it made it amazing. But you should just be aware that it is pretty graphic and intense. Um, but again, like for a YA story, I think, I mean, the intensity is what made it real. It makes sense. Yeah. And, yeah, I just really loved this one. Like, I will probably go back and look deeper at the illustrations. Yes, and this author writes in in a range of ages. She writes, like, uh, uh, at least middle grade fiction, I know for sure, as well as young adult. You know, so she's, she's handling it carry on throwing some tidbits up at the Discord, because I think it's oh, a lot to unpack here. Yes, there's so much to say, particularly if you want to compare it to current events. The For events of the last year, day, the events really. of the last day. We are filming this right after a pretty major event in the United States, Yes. so be aware that that is definitely on my mind, and I'll probably bring it up in the Discord chat. Yeah. I think it's significant that we read this. And have experienced some political upheaval of our own Yes. So uh, just the parallels are quite parallel. once again. Um I think we're like reading some minds. We, we totally read a pandemic book mm-hmm. in the middle of a pandemic while the girls yep. we are yeah, quite right. And and pretty on we're pretty on cue for following mm-hmm. things we don't know are coming. So mm-hmm. maybe we should be careful with our power. maybe we should be a little bit more careful yeah okay Get some know but yeah let us know your thoughts on you know the history of this where you stood if you read it how you feel about its depictions of mental health Mm -hmm. you know if you liked it as a webtoon or if you preferred it as a book tell us what you think you know hit us up on the discord mark it off on your goodreads list give it some stars yeah, and if you stumble across any more webtoons, send them my way so that I can read oh, yes. them. send so them to Lane. obsessed. And then Lane can send them to me and I can mm, Maybe. Yes. So. Yay. The Way to our Skies. 10 out of 10. Yes. Would recommend. Loved it. Loved. Alright guys. Well, thanks so much for watching. We love you guys. Love. We love that you listen, read, and watch with us. I'm Kayla. This is Lane. Hey. <laughs> so this has
1: been Parents Read the Darnest Things from the Columbus Public Library.